Entrepreneurs Board of Investors is challenging America to pitch the next big idea during a 60-second pitch. Welcome to the boardroom. Hi, I'm Kim Perrell. I'm an award-winning entrepreneur, angel investor, and best-selling author. Hi, I'm Mark Randolph. I'm the co-founder of Netflix and six other companies. I'm an investor, mentor, and host of the That Will Never Work podcast. My name is Sean Neff. I'm an entrepreneur, advisor, and investor. My name is Peter Goldberg. I'm the founder of PLG Ventures, an early-stage venture capital firm, and I'm also the host of the show. It's Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch, presented by Amazon Business, with support from State Farm and T-Mobile for Business. Okay, who's ready to make some money? Let's hear the first pitch. I've worked in finance for 10 years, and I always felt like a manicure was an errand. It was part of my week, and there was really no reliable and efficient solution. Nothing in between mom and pop on the corner and high-end spa. I created Gloss Lab really to create a brand name in the nail salon space. And it's focused on hygiene, efficiency, and we have a membership-based model. I really believe that if you look polished, you feel good. I feel good. My nails are polished. Your 60 seconds begins now. Going up. I'm Rachel Glass, the founder of Gloss Lab. This is my product. Gloss Lab is changing the game in nail salons and creating a brand in this space. I believe if you look polished, you feel good. And if you feel good, you do good. You can run your day. I worked in finance for 10 years. I always felt that a manicure was part of my week, yet I couldn't find a reliable and efficient solution. Gloss Lab is hygiene first. Think waterless services and hospital grade sterilization membership-based model, unlimited manicures and pedicures, and subscription revenue, and efficiency-focused. We have three locations in New York City, all profitable. We're on pace to open 40 by the end of 2022, as well as a full line of products. I bootstrapped the business. I'm now raising $10 million. Nine has been raised. I'm here for Five, the final four, $1 million. Three, I hope two, that you'll be my partners one. in Polish. Time's up. Okay, this is not a joke. She's raised nine million out of 10. She's got some huge plans. What was your interpretation of that pitch? I think she did a great job. I really do. And it's really impressive because I'd like unlimited nail services. So there's definitely a market. Yeah, I don't really understand the category that well in terms of the economics of a salon. And I'm also kind of curious about what the differentiation here? Is it the waterless aspect or the subscription aspect? Yeah, I thought she obviously has these standalone brick and mortar locations, but I'm anxious to see, like, can she make product that can expand and especially potentially go to retail? That's what would excite me. Well, even though she didn't say the valuation, I'm guessing it could be 40, 50 million dollars. So we're gonna take a vote and we're gonna find out if you wanna hear more. Well, it looks like all three of you want to hear more. Let's open the doors. Welcome to the boardroom. Hi. Hi, Rachel. How are you? All three judges wanted to hear more, and I'm going to turn it to them. Thank you. I'd love to know a little bit of the background, right? Like, is this the first time you're raising money? Tell me a little bit about the history, how long you've been doing this, just to kind of understand yeah. where you are in the, in the cycle. Yeah, for sure. So I bootstrapped the business. 
I really wanted to open at least one location to really show something as opposed to raising money on an idea. So cool. I bootstrapped through two locations. They were profitable and then decided to do a fundraise. I set out to raise 10 million. We've raised 9 million. With this, I really was want to bring in strategic partners to the business and have been really fortunate to date in this fundraise to have moguls of the finance world, leaders in the hedge fund world, top athletes, um, the chain smokers, mm. several exciting names that are really amplifying the business already. Can you tell me what the economics are of opening a location? So we open locations for about $100,000 which is not a lot. Yeah, it's nothing. And we're starting to pre-sell membership before we open a door of a new location. So the ramp to profitability is very quick. It's just a few months after opening. And how much revenue are each of these stores doing, your first couple, to be able to you know, raise $10 million? The stores are doing over 100K up per month, each store. And what's the valuation? The pre-money valuation for this raise was 15 million pre-money. 15? 15. And you're raising 10. Yes. So you're giving away a bunch of the biz. I'm giving away some of the biz. Is the growth all based on locations, or are you looking at product extension and creation? We're looking at both. So we have three locations in New York City. We have five additional leases signed already in New York. We have leases signed in Miami, D.C., and New York suburbs and Connecticut and then we're growing. It definitely works with clustering, particularly because of the membership model. Parallel to that, we're also launching product. So nail, hand, and foot care products, which will launch in Q1 of next year. We've talked a lot. We've heard a lot. Does anybody want to make an offer? I think this is just too far out of what I understand well, so I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass. Thank you. Yeah, I think I love the idea, the concept. The product is what I would be very interested in because I think that has just very large market potential. The physical retail stores is definitely out of my wheelhouse as well, so that's probably where I pass on the opportunity. Okay, thank you. Up to you, bud. All right. I have a friend of mine who she's incredible, you know, a top 10, 20 person on Instagram, right? Everyone in this room would know her name if I said it. But we've been riffing on a potential nail thing, right? So that's cool because she hasn't really figured it out. She's just kind of seen the market. So I potentially think I have someone that could be a face. I think she could be a killer partner potentially as well, which excites me. So I'd like to make an offer. I'm down to put in, let's say, a half a mil. But in that half a mil, potentially this other personality who I think's really important to bring to the table and or someone else. Yeah. So I guess my offer would be, I'll put in 500K, but want that full million dollar allocation. Okay. I've got multiple brands already there. I, I know the space. I work with a bunch of big talent. And I'll come to the party with a mega influencer. So Sean has made an offer. He's willing to put in $500,000, but he wants it based upon the full million from a pricing perspective. He's going to go round up some entrepreneurs and investors and personalities. Is that something you're willing to take, or do you have a counter? I 
I, I don't think I can do it because of the other investors who are in already. But I would love to have you involved if there's a way we could make it on the, I, I can't do it. It has to be on equitable terms to other investors. Okay. Um, maybe it's not on equitable terms. Maybe it's the 500K I put in on everyone else's terms. And then we work on something else as like an advisor role that I mm -hmm. jump on and kind of equate something. Because I think even from your product side and everything, like I could really help you out. All right, I got to yeah. jump in here. You're crazy not to take this. <laughs> and just what you said is the way to do it. Do 500,000 preferred, do another half a million in terms of options or some sort of common equity that yep. rewards him for his, as advisory shares. Are you his agent? Yeah, <laughs> like his He's agent. getting a cut. Well, we'll talk about 10% later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but seriously, the things that someone like Sean could do are irreplaceable. I'm gonna recap this offer. Are you prepared to take a half a million dollars for equity at the current valuation? In addition, you two will figure out some mutually agreed upon advisory structure where it's a win-win for both of you and then you get all the benefit of his experience and his network. Is that something you're willing to do? Yes, we got a deal. I'm hyped. This will be fun. Love it. Air Nooks. <laughs> Let's go. Good deal. That was awesome. Yeah. That was, I mean, I almost wanted to go up there and shake her. That was a, I mean, as, as, an, as an entrepreneur, putting myself in the entrepreneurial yeah. seat, wow, you don't get offers like that. You have some amazing investors. How do you think Sean is even going to move the needle above and beyond that for you? I think Sean, just with his experience with product and growing brands and his network and just who he is as a person, I'm super excited to have him involved. And what are you going to do for that last half a million dollars that's still outstanding? Come back on Elevator Pitch. <laughs> Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch is presented by Amazon Business for every organization at every stage of growth. Now let's hear the next pitch. My grandfather was a big part of my life. Um, he taught me that people are what matter and that's really what Balance Park is. It's a community platform for us to work together and bring up about that better lifestyle. I've been practicing for my pitch in front of family, friends, my three-year-old, my five-year-old. My kids like the pitch. They uh, were entertained, uh, smiles throughout, and uh, family and friends as well. Your 60 seconds begins now. Going up. We all search to find that work-life balance, and most of us burn out trying. The solution? Balance Spark. We've built a revolutionary health and wellness technology platform surrounding physical, nutrition, energy, and social. To make your data tracking a snap, we've integrated all of your favorite devices. But there's more. This is all powered by our proprietary AI, Health Guardian. Simply input your profile and goals and let Health Guardian deliver a work-life balance specific to you. How do we monetize? Understanding our partner relationships and client needs, we've built a monthly recurring subscription model uniquely designed for insurance carriers, wellness clinics, associations, and unions representing hundreds of millions of members nationwide. We are projecting $2 million in revenue in the first 12 months and are seeking $500,000 for 5% to complete development and deploy our partner commitments. Are you ready to Five, ignite your inner balance? Four, three, two, one. Time's up. Did anybody catch that guy's name? Nope. No. Left out a critical ingredient. Never introduced himself, right? But it was a good pitch. 
I thought he did a good pitch, and I thought he showed some passion, and he definitely got his ask out. The question is, it's that big ask. Well, Kim, actually, I think there's a problem here. It was a good pitch, and then it gave me some information, but unfortunately, I'm scared it may have given me enough information to go, I'm not sure this is something I'd be interested in. Maybe too much. Again, it's a lot of money. It's a $10 million valuation with zero evidence that he's done anything yet. I think we'd be paying for an idea. Oh, but he's gonna do $2 million in the first year. That's what he told you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You ready to bank that, Sean? That I know, million? right? I'm ready. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it was a solid pitch. It was a bit, like, a lot of info. And then in the end, it's like, we're going to launch. We're going to do this. $10 million valuation. Well, I guess it's time to vote and find out if anybody wants to hear more. Well, it looks like none of you want to bring them up to the boardroom. Send them down. Going down. So the first question is, what's your name? You never introduced yourself. John Dixon. So the feedback was, when you were talking, everybody thought you were really compelling. Towards the very end, though, when you said, hey, I'm looking for a half a million dollars, $10 million valuation, trust me, I'm going to do $2 million, and you haven't launched. You think that was too big of an ask? No, we've done a lot of hard work into the numbers, the commitment, commitments we already have on the table, and we feel really strongly about what this product's gonna bring to the market. So you actually have other commitments for investment right now? Yep, we're working with a couple, um, not investors, but potential clients and some clients that are already on board. So we've got some lining up for our beta program, and we've also got some standing behind the beta program saying, let us know when you get through beta. We don't wanna bite off more than we can chew at once, make sure we can deliver on those first couple clients, and then, take that bigger step. When you were sent down, what was the first thing that went through your mind? That I'm gonna get back up and I'm gonna try again. That's, that's part of the journey. And now today's Main Street Hero of the Week, supported by State Farm. While experiencing discrimination in her life, Grace Kahn was determined to launch her own business, Village Voltage, as a licensed electrician and support her LGBTQIA community by providing jobs and training opportunities for other people with marginalized identities. Thank you for being our Main Street Hero of the Week, supported by State Farm. Learn more at statefarm.com slash smallbusiness. Now let's hear the next pitch. JoyHub is a data aggregation and business intelligence platform. And we help apartment and rental property owners to connect and collect all of their data in one place so that they can view their properties and portfolios holistically. My last startup was a real estate crowdfunding company and we raised Series A funding and sought to expand the executive team with a real estate heavy hitter. And we were fortunate enough to be able to bring on Liz to the team. Your 60 seconds begins now. Going up. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Brayman. And I'm Justin Hughes. And we are the founders of JoyHub. Previously, I was a co-founder of a real estate crowdfunding company that's invested in over $3.5 billion worth of real estate. That's where we met. Prior to that, my first startup sold to a publicly traded company, and I started a lending platform that's currently traded on the NASDAQ. Today, we're here to tell you about JoyHub, a business intelligence and data analytics company for apartment and rental communities. Rental properties generate a massive amount of data, 
but it's maintained in silos, which makes it nearly impossible to view properties and portfolios holistically. But that's where we come in. We help our customers collect and standardize that data to make it actionable. We launched our product in January and we already have over 50,000 units on board. Today, we're inviting the board to participate in a $1 million raise and we have $150,000 left. Visit Five, us online four, at joyhub.io. Thank you. Two, one. Time's up. 50,000 units in only six, seven months. Sounds like they got some pretty good traction. What do you guys think? I picked indexed on that exact same stat, but I said to myself, is that one 50,000 unit housing complex? Or is that 50,000 customers each managing one unit? Big difference. They're second time entrepreneurs. So that to me gives me a lot of confidence in their ability to execute against their vision, for sure. I love their backgrounds. They seem like they've already had some success feel like they got some good juju and good energy about them. So I think it was interesting. Okay, well, it's time to vote. Well, it looks like all three of you want to hear more. Let's open the doors. Nice. Welcome to the boardroom. Hi, Liz and Justin. Hello. How's it going? All three investors wanted to hear more, so I'm going to turn it over to Mark. So I need to understand a bit more about the real estate piece of this. What is the real problem that a complex manager has that you're solving? The majority of owners and property managers use multiple, uh, 30 different standalone systems on average which, yes, uh, the proliferation of all these new prop tech technologies have really added and exacerbated the problem. But the majority of their data is maintained in property management systems, and most of these operators use more than one property management system. So uh, for many operators, it's nearly impossible to have a real-time, day-to-day access to a holistic picture of what their portfolio is doing. I have this problem because I have a real estate company. So. Yeah. I love to see that. And the raise at one million, what was the valuation? Uh, we're doing it as a safe note right now. The, the million dollar you're raising, is that the first money you've raised? Or no. where are we in the where are we in the path? We have over a million one that's also been raised over the last year, year and a half in safe notes. Is there a cap a, a, a cap on this? There could be a cap if negotiated, <laughs> yes, of course. So you've raised 1.1, mm -hmm. you're looking for another million. Kind of what's your monthly burn rate? How long's the runway? So we have uh, 50,000 is our monthly burn right now, and we'll be using the capital to increase our development and marketing and sales efforts. So it's a 12 month burn with a million. And tell us about your growth projections. Where are you at today in terms of revenue? What are you projecting for the next, next year? So we have uh, right now um, 10,000 in monthly recurring revenue, but our existing clients are in the process of being onboarded. And then we have additional clients that we're working with through, uh, through our pipeline that we'll be hopefully bringing on board as well. So we're looking next year to be um, north of a million in revenue. So your existing customers, like what's been their experience? And are they like, 
gung-ho, like, whoa, this is incredible. What's the feedback? I mean, we had an executive during a sales call say it was a dream come true. Uh, I mean, their BI team is underwater trying to collate Excel spreadsheets that are quarterly reports from a variety of different systems. It's just a, it's a nightmare for the people that have questions. It's a nightmare for the people that have to answer those questions. And so eyes light up when we talk about what we built already, and then they light up even further when we talk about what we're gonna do. So you have, of the million, 850,000 committed. You're looking for a final 150. Yep. Does anybody want to entertain an offer with Liz and Justin? Yeah, I'll chuck in 150. I think you guys seem like you have great experience. One thing I would want to put validity on is someone that's in the business, are you really solving a problem? And under that assumption that you are, I'm good for 150. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Okay, so I'm gonna make you another offer. First of all, I'm not gonna chuck in 150. I'm only gonna chuck in 50, but I'm not gonna do it on an uncapped note. I think an uncapped note is the biggest disservice you can possibly do to an investor. And I don't quite know how to value you, partly because you have uh, already have existing people on your safe note. I would say to 50,000 is 7 million cap, and obviously you might go, that's crazy. Why would I take 50,000 on a cap note when I can take 150 on an uncapped note? Um, and partly it's because I'd love to help. I am a data geek. Uh, I spent the first 15 years as a direct marketing guy. And Netflix, as you may know, is famously data-driven. So I do know the space a little bit. I don't know real estate, but I could learn. So in a sense, what I'm chucking in is a lesser amount of money, but I'm chucking in my time as well. I see Kim smirking over there. She's letting them battle each other out. Well, I like it. I think it's a good deal. And I also would love to invest 150, but at the terms Mark here has, so the seven cap. And I have also 20 years in building technology, so I think I can add a lot of value, additionally, in all the sales and marketing. So that's my offer. I'm gonna change it slightly, okay? One of the things about a cap is you have to have one, but the exact amount is not critical. So I'll change two things. I'll change it to a 10 million cap, and I'll change it $75,000. I don't think considering what your possible long-term opportunities are, whether I'm in for 75 or 50 or 150 is secondary to me. Same with the cap. But there you have three nice, clean things to choose from. Okay, what do you two want to do? You got real offers on the table. You got somebody chucking in 150 on your initial proposal of an uncapped safe. You have Mark coming in at $75,000 to the 10 cap safe. And then you have Kim coming in at 150, your full ask with the seven cap safe. Which of these fine investors do you want to sit and strike a deal with or a counter? Can I confer with Justin for one second? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well. Thank you, and thank you guys so much, um, but we would have to go with Mark. Tremendous offer, so thank you so much. We look forward to working with you. Yeah, I mean, we're honored to get offers from you guys. Thank you so much for the opportunity. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm certainly excited to be involved. I think you guys really have an interesting product and some really cool opportunity, and I can't wait to dig into the data. Congrats. There, there we go. go. That's a great company. I think so, too. Yeah. I think they really have some really cool opportunities. I love the progress they've made, both veterans at, yeah. this, uh, at this business. It's yeah. going to be fun yeah. to watch, uh, be good. watch what they do and be along for the ride. So did the Joy Hub team get the joy they were looking for by having all three investors proposing deals and fighting for you guys? <laughs> Absolutely. That was crazy. So what was the end decision for you to choose Mark, where he came in half of what everybody is for absolute dollars? His background and experience in the analytics space makes him an incredible asset as an investor. Yeah, you always want to find the strategy when it's available. Strategic investor like that, you can't turn down. Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch is presented by Amazon Business for every organization at every stage of growth. Now, let's hear the next pitch. I grew up in the Midwest, and um, you know, my dad always taught me just to, you know, if anything I wanted, put my boots on and go to work for it. FlexTile stands for flexible talent. In today's world, it's so technology-driven. There's new skills and things being created so quickly that companies, organizations, they just can't keep up. So they need to be able to plug in flexible talent with specific skill sets and expertise really, really fast so the company can keep moving forward. I'm fired up. This is, this is great. I'm thankful to be here. Uh, excited to get out of that elevator and, and chat with the investors, see where we go from here. Your 60 seconds begins now. Going up. Hi, my name is Danny Beckett Jr., and I'm the founder and CEO of FlexTel. FlexTel is a number one flexible talent matching platform. We match organizations small and large with elite independent contractors for flexible hourly and project-based engagements. Unlike traditional marketplaces, we remove 100% of the friction from both the companies and the talent, making it easier than ever to match and get work done. We're currently raising five to seven million at a $20 million valuation, and we already have three million committed. Our revenues are around 200K in MRR, and our projected growth is around 150% year over year. Thank you. Five, four, three, two, one. Time's up. Well, Danny is one confident entrepreneur. He said, forget about the 60 seconds. I'm only going to do it in 40. <laughs> I guess you could get away with that when you're raising five to seven with three already in the bag. Well, listen, sometimes you don't have uh, 60 seconds. I mean, I've had people do pitches in a three-story elevator. So I'm not going to penalize him for going short. I've got to say, though, that he had all the ingredients, but I didn't get a lot of passion out of that. And I think part of one of the things I want to see in an elevator pitch is, yes, the numbers, but Show me some enthusiasm. The only thing that was missing for me was how does he match differently? Like, what's his uniqueness? Because it's a growing market, there's opportunity, but lack the how. Yeah, I think for me, I liked just the clear, concise, simple, this is what we do. To me, the shorter, the better. And yeah, I, I agree that I wish I would have saw a little bit more animation, excitement. It's like, this is my life, this is my passion. Like, I, I didn't really see that in him. Well. Now it's time to vote. We're going to find out if we're going to hear more. Well, it looks like all three of you want to hear more. 
Let's open the doors. Yes. Welcome to the boardroom. Hey, Danny. Hey, what's up? You know, there was a lot of talk. Every investor voted to bring you in. Perfect. But everybody was sort of yawning that okay. they didn't feel it from you. Yeah, tell us why are you so passionate about building this company? And what makes your platform different? Well, I think um, when you think about independent contractors and everything they face, they have to go out and sell and bill and invoice and chase down the money and they don't have a dependable income, so they go back and get a job. That sucks, right? Like, for me, I wanted to free the freelancer. You know, when you think about a traditional marketplace like an Upwork or Fiverr, which are public companies, they make you do all the work. So even if you're talent, you're on there chasing down jobs. You're writing proposals, you're trying to win that work. Same thing is true on the customer side. With us, we do all the vetting, so we vet all the talent and we vet all the customers. We create a match. 98% of our matches happen within the first one to two people that are, are presented. So, you know, that, and it takes about seven to 10 days for us to match. Average time to hire an employee is over 40 days. So we can do it really quickly, and the matches are highly successful, again, very quickly. So with 200,000 monthly recurring revenue, how many customers is that from? There's about 219 or so customers right now on our platform. And how are you bringing new customers on? So it's all demand generation. So we're, all, we're running Facebook, Instagram ads. Our customer profiles are agencies, actually are using us, kind of we're their back end. So as they need talent, they've never had a good way to scale. You know, agencies are trying to be everyone for everyone, but they bring on too much talent, which, you know, created a business model that wasn't actually scalable. So we're their back end. A lot of small to medium enterprises, they think, you know, small department, they don't have big, you know, department mentality. So they may have one or two key people, but then they build flexible talent around their, around their core. We also work with a lot of venture-backed startups. They don't have product market fit. They don't know who they are. They need flexible talent to kind of plug in. Enterprises are a tough one. We'll break that a little bit down the road. We work with a few on a pilot side, but, but we'll get there. Wondering, like, what's your big success story, right? Like, who's the person that signed up, ended up hitting a home run for a company? And then have you really highlighted those? Because for me, that would be the something that I'd want to see, right? To really bring credibility to your platform. I mean, I think I, I hear about so many um, every day, honestly, that, that come to me. I wouldn't say, that there's one in particular that, that really stands out. So what are you looking for from the investors? You said you got three million committed, you're looking for five to seven. Are you looking for two to five million dollars here? Or what are you looking for? Yeah, essentially, you know, I'm looking for um, another couple million bucks to kind of fill out this round. Uh, my current Here today? Here today. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm talking to you guys. And, um, and whether it's you or we can come together or you have, uh, you can make some introductions, um, you know, that's what I'm looking for today. $20 million valuation? Yeah. Equity? Yeah. Equity round. And uh, do you have a lead already? So we're actually, we have three or four leads right now that we're kind of reviewing and are hope, we hope to choose a lead by the end of the month. You have three or four term sheets with yeah. a $20 million valuation. Yeah. So this is a serious ask. We're talking millions of dollars, $20 million valuation. You have serious investors here. Anybody want to start talking with Danny to work out something here? So I love the business and I think you have huge potential. And it's amazing to see the, right now, just even the investors that are on the table that are looking to be the lead. For me, I invest once there's a lead. So unfortunately, just due to that, until you sign the lead, I'd love to look at it, but I'm gonna pass. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, look, I mean, I don't feel like, you know, 
me putting my money in, that's great. I'm not scared to write a check. But I just feel like I don't know if we'd have that, you know, instantaneous pop together. So I'm out. So Danny, I really like I really like this business. There's some things that concern me, uh, specifically the focus you have right now on venture back tech. Yeah. They will churn you out for reasons that have nothing to do with you, but have to do with financing. That said, I'm really familiar with that market. I know what those risks are. I'd love to be a part of it, but unfortunately I left my wallet in my other pants. So $2 million is a little bit steep for me right now, but I would be willing to put in $100,000 at the $20 million valuation. And in addition to the money I would be willing to contribute, um, I'd love to help you. Yep. Um, I just, my most recent startup, uh, we spent seven years growing a basically business-to-business -business SaaS company who started selling to venture back tech all the way up through the enterprise stack um, and recently sold it to Google for multi-billions of dollars. So I've been down the path you have and uh, I think I could be very helpful and help keep you out of some of the, uh, the traps you might fall into. So Danny, you have an offer on the table for Mark for $100,000 at the new round that you're about to put together at the $20 million valuation. Is that something you want to take? I would, I would like to take it. That's great, Danny. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about being part of the journey and I'm, uh, I think this is going to be a good investment for me. I'm excited about with your experience as well and the value you can add. Thank you. Question for you. Even though I'm excited that you just did a deal, the first thing we told you about was your excitement in the elevator was flat. You just got $100,000 from Mark, and it was flat again. Show us some excitement, for crying out loud. Yes! Thank you so much. It's a great investment. I like where those guys are. They're just at the sweet spot for me, um, and I really think I can add some value to that, too. What was your thought coming in, really asking for a couple million bucks, but only getting 100,000, especially when somebody just told you they just sold a company for a couple billion dollars. Yeah, I think it's, you know, I, I knew it would be difficult coming in asking for, you know, two million bucks, just given the, the structure of our round and, you know, how typical venture works. Um, but, you know, I was like, hey, let's, let's do it and see what happens, right? And ultimately, I think, um, you know, money's only part of the equation. You know, I think, uh, I think that 100K is, is great and well appreciated, but I think his background and his experience and the doors that he can open up for us is, is uh, way more valuable than that 100000 On the next Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch. Sometimes you have to also read the crowd and no one to cut it off. Each year, every person will use 102 water bottles that ends up everywhere. She's really good. I just wanted feedback from travelers I could relate to. That's a perfect pitch in my uh, estimation. Let's play a game. Two truths, one lie. Okay, this is not making any sense. And to apply for season eight, go to entrepreneur.com slash elevator pitch.